facts. And the reality of it is, you know, when I looked at my surroundings and my circumstances when I was in the program, on a surface level, it didn't look like Ryan had much to be grateful for. But as I started to dive into a prayer life, right, as I started to dive into scriptures, man, I had so much to be thankful for. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. He literally spilled eggnog. Eggnog all over the place. And I was like, Carl, you're worse than my kids, man. I'm going to have to put you in a sippy cup. Oh, hey, welcome back to Life After Addiction. This is episode eight, and we are so glad to be back with you. Had a little situation with Carl earlier. There was eggnog all over the studio in the kitchen. That's right. And that's kind of par for the course. But we're back. We're ready. We're excited. We have a great episode today. We want to talk about being thankful. Thanksgiving is this week. And so very important. But Chittister, man, I just want to say you've looked a little weak. Not, not You look good. But what's been going on? You have some kind of something going on with you? You ain't got the... <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I've actually been doing good and I really wasn't going to even talk about it. But, you know, since you brought it up, you know, um, yeah, you know, I've lost at least 10 to 15 pounds. I've Ooh. been back in the gym. I've been running. Uh, some okay. would say I'm in peak performance shape. OK, um, maybe sort of like an Olympic athlete. So of such. just before you finish this bit that you're doing, who says that? Um, Some would say that you look like an Olympian. I would say my mom would be one. Okay, my mom's okay. probably one. That's good. She's right. Mom's always right. Maybe there's more in my mind than there is in reality. Yeah. But nonetheless, you know, yeah. maybe Carl could pop up a shot of my face three weeks ago, my face today. <laughs> Come on, I didn't realize I was swelled up that much until I lost some weight. Um, and also, how did you do it? How did well, you lose the weight? I mean, everyone's uh, wanting to know. Well, Three sh- weeks, two weeks. So running and working out yeah, in yeah. all seriousness. But then also shout out Subway, man. I got the worst food poisoning of my entire life two nights ago. I was curled up in a ball on my bathroom floor just throwing up for hours on end. It was terrible. So that actually helped as well, though. Subway don't sponsor the pod. <laughs> We ain't looking for their sponsorship. No, I actually do sponsor the pod. We'll we'll change this story. That wasn't that wasn't real. We Ooh. shouldn't name drop like that. But yeah, man, you're looking good. You're looking good. Feeling good? Feeling good. I'm feeling really good. Good, man. You ready to dive into this? About I am. Thanksgiving. So I think the mindset is obviously this drops on Tuesday and Thanksgiving's coming on Thursday. And I think in and even just talking about in this space and having discussions of being thankful in, in a dark area, right? When when a lot of times families and men or women that are going through this, they, they don't have much that they feel to be thankful for and a lot of loss and a lot of pain. But what comes to mind? What What's your message? What's our message to those, whether they've come out of a place and they're starting to do well, whatever avenue that they're in in life, what's our message about being thankful and having Thanksgiving? Yeah, you know, something that I'm often reminded of myself and something the Lord put on my heart that I, that I often tell guys, you know, gratitude changes our attitude and affects the outcome of life. Mm. You know, and many times in the in the Bible, you know, um, a posture of praise, a posture of thanksgiving, a posture of gratitude really pulls us out of that muck and mire. Yeah. Um, it's so easy to focus on your problems as opposed to what God has done in your life. And I know we talked about it on another episode, but uh, Carl and I prayed in this last year at midnight, you know, um, and the, the verse that, that God had put on my heart was that first Thessalonians five sixteen through 18. 
Um, and it's rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks mm. in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And the reality of it is, you know, when I looked at my surroundings and my circumstances when I was in the program, on a surface level, it didn't look like Ryan had much to be grateful for. But as I started to dive into a prayer life, right, as I started to dive into scriptures, man, I had so much to be thankful for. Yeah. I had been blessed with so many things that I was just overlooking, you know. Um, I was so focused maybe on this worldly standard um, that I hadn't achieved yet, and I forgot who I was in Christ, you know, um, and just what he had given me, the fact that I was still alive, you know, uh, the fact that he um, sought a relationship with me, you know, mm. the fact that he loved me, the fact that I was forgiven, um, these are all things to be grateful for, you know, even the small things, you know, like we take for granted, even our senses. I know it may sound cliche, but man, I started to, to praise God for those things. Mm. I started to praise God for the ability to see life through the lens of Christ. Um, I praised God for certain adversities I had gone through because they had drawn me closer to him. Um, and a big thing for me, <clears throat> and I know you'll probably touch on it as well, is perspective. But I, I use this example with, with some of the guys that I've coached. And perspective is um, is huge, yeah. especially in our lives and in our walks and in our faith. So I tell my guys, I can do the exact same thing for a week straight, for seven days, wake up to go to sleep, right? I can do the exact same thing in between that time and say I have five good days and two bad days. The only difference the majority of the time in between those good and bad days was my perspective. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certain days where trials or hardships or tragedies, you know, strike um, out of nowhere. But for the most part, man, when I have a bad day, it's generally due to my perspective, you know, and even another even deeper example is like, I'll just be honest, you know, sometimes working in ministry is extremely difficult. Yeah. And I used to pray to be a part of this ministry. And, you know, those keys that I once prayed for to have just to be a part of the ministry, to be a staff member, to, you know, pour out what God has given me on to others, to share the hope that I have received. It can feel like a burden sometimes if I'm honest. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's to my flesh. Um, but nonetheless, man, I'm so grateful for where he has me and what he's delivered me from. Um, and I, I think just in general, you know, whether you're in a good season of life or you're in a dark season of life, man, you really do have so much to yeah. be thankful for. Yeah. And it is, I mean, it, it's, it's a perspective shift. It's, it's hard to be in a dark spot. It's hard to be in a depressed situation. It's hard to be angry. It's hard to be all of the negative emotions. It's hard to be those if you have a spirit or a heart of thankfulness. And I want to read one, uh, Psalm 106. It says this, praise the Lord with an exclamation point, right? So it's not like praise the Lord, period, or praise the Lord, comma, but an exclamation point. So when you read that, it's praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Mm. And man, I, th I, just, I guess the reason that I, I wanted to, to read that is just because give thanks to the Lord. And oftentimes my prayer life and, and kind of just a callback like you did from, from previous episodes when we were talking about prayer and, and uh, verses in Philippians that says, uh, do not be anxious about anything, but with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace from God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And even in my prayer life, so me personally, and then I want to talk about situations that I've experienced from others and myself with my attitude. But I noticed that my prayer life was always my laundry list of needs, mm -hmm. right? 
and that doesn't fly anywhere, right? That that what what relationship do you know that has that one sided of of a conversation? Yeah. Like, and I think I've heard this example from a pastor, or illustration from a pastor. But I mean, I imagine my wife's name Katie. I imagine waking up and just. Katie, uh, I need the house clean today. I need my laundry done today. Please take the trash out today. Uh, and when I get home, please have the food on the table today. Ready, break. Have a good one. Right? Yeah, I don't think that'd work out too well. No, I'd get a shoe to the back <laughs> of the head. But that's what we do, right? Yep, we get if, if in our prayer life or in our thankful spirit, we, we get the seatbelt on. We're getting ready, and it's like, Lord, I need this. I need this. I need this. Protect me. Do this. Do this. Do this. Do this. Amen. Boom. And then you put the radio on. And then when, when in your car, it's probably like. Miley Cyrus, I came in Come like on. a wrecking ball. No, that's not good. But that's our pr- that could be people's prayer life, and that's just not relational. And when I read this and I studied this and I really felt convicted about being thankful, even in my prayers, it changed things. Yeah. It changed my perspective. It changed my outlook. It, it reminded me that, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Praise the Lord because he is good. It made me be in that place, which changes the the atmosphere man i don't know how else to put it but it changes the atmosphere and and so long my mindset like when i was at the lodge and i hear this so much over the last 10 years there's this time when if after you know at first here's traditionally what happens someone will come we're way different because we don't talk about you being an addict we don't do that right and there's hope there we talked about jesus the power and this other's hope there but then you know two three weeks in the world can hit you, and all of a sudden that, that mindset of woe is me comes back in. And then all of a sudden, the very things that you are praising of, you are thankful for, you are calling home about, begin to look bad. The food's terrible, man. The paint on the wall annoys me. This guy annoys me. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. And the reality is when I was in that mindset and I had to check myself and remind myself to be thankful because the reality was I didn't deserve to be there. Yeah. I didn't deserve the lodge, man. You know what I deserved? I deserved death. I did the same things that people I know died from. I did the same things that people I know went to jail for. And then best case scenario, I did the same things that led me. I should have, I still should be homeless to this day with the bridges that I burnt. But that's not what I had. Yeah. God put me in a three-story lodge in the woods in Woodbury, eating three meals a day, having fellowship with godly men, playing volleyball, going to the gym, all of this stuff. And it was like, whoa, Adam, who are you? You, you want to be bitter and not have the spirit of thanksgiving? And when I started to be thankful, my eyes were open to that reality. And it changed things, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I I remember feeling that same way, you know, whenever I came here. Gosh, and I said it on another episode, but it's so true. You could have put me in heaven at one point, and I would have complained that the streets were <laughs> ten karat gold and not twenty four karat gold. And I'm I'm so serious. Yeah. And I think there's there's an act of humility um, that occurs if you have an open heart and an open mind yeah. to receive the things of the Lord, um, where you realize, man, I don't deserve any of the things that I've, you know told myself that I deserve. Um, and even that just me centric posture that everything is about me. I'm owed everything. Um, man, it's, that's very unhealthy. Um, it's very unhealthy. It's very toxic, but yeah, whenever we exercise that sort of humility, man, yeah. th- there, there is a shift. There is a shift there instead is. of focusing on the problems and what I should have to focusing on, man, I'm just grateful to be here. 
Man, I'm grateful that God has given me another opportunity. Man, I'm grateful that God has called by, called my name. Man, I'm grateful that he knows me, that he desires a relationship with me, that I was created in his image. Like these are things I wasn't even thinking to be grateful for before, you know, because my I, I wasn't in a, a spiritual mindset to be grateful for these things. You know, yeah. um, I would say it was like family and things that I had in life. But as far as, you know, the, the lens to see life through um, his eyes, you know, the ability to read scripture and understand things like these are the things I'm starting to become grateful for or at that time. And it's a beautiful thing, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I just want to just this is Thanksgiving week and Ryan and I are not blind to the fact or we're, we're very aware uh, of the pain and the heartache and the loneliness. And if you've lost someone or we're very aware of that, especially around the holidays. And so we, we say this in humility, but we say this with, with the authority of God's word uh, and our experiences and our personal testimony. That if you could find, I, I promise you, listener, regardless of, of the heaviness and the weight of the pain in your life right now, I promise you, if you're in Christ, you have something to be thankful for. Amen. And, and man, I, I'll... I'll get vulnerable or I'll get, I'll get my mask off. And, and so today it's very easy for me to see blessings, right? And I'm not boasting. I'm just, do I get into bad spots? Yes. And it's very quickly conviction comes in to remind me of what to be thankful for. Yeah. And I could just say a few and, and, and where I'm going to get authentic is kind of towards the end. And it's, it's, it's kind of scary, but man, my family, my kids are healthy. I'm, I'm just going to tell you the blessings that I'm just quickly can go to, right, and, and and know and get out of that funk, right? My kids are healthy and growing and beautiful and loving. My wife and I, our relationship is better than it's ever been. Ministerially, in, in, in the year of a global pandemic, God grew this ministry astronomically. Yeah. He blessed us with things. He brought people to us. He, he had leaders come. He just protected He. There's so much that I could be thankful for. And here's the authentic part. And none of this is planned, by the way. We talk kind of a little bit about what we like the title or what topic we want to talk about. But Ryan and I don't go into detail uh, of all these conversations because we want it to be organic. And so this kind of just hit me. Everything that I just mentioned is really a major blessing, but it's also... The question that I ask is, what if I am in Afghanistan and my blessings don't look like mm. the blessings I have now? Am I still going to be thankful? Right. Deep. And the answer, I think, is yes. And here's why. This is why I gave the proclamation of no matter where you're at, I promise you, you can be thankful because I could read stories of the heroes of our faith. When they come and they say, hey, we're going to kill you if you keep doing this. Like, your life is in danger. I'm going to kill you if you keep talking about Jesus. And we hear the response from the heroes of our faith that the same spirit that's alive and at work in them is in work at us, and their response is, to die is gain. Mm. Okay, well, I'm going to let you live, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, whatever, to live as Christ. Mm. Well, well, we'll torture you then. I don't consider the the struggles and the pressures of this world to be compared to the future glory. Mm. So when I say this, and, and my hope and my prayer is that in Afghanistan, as our brothers and sisters in Christ are being murdered, tortured, persecuted, my hope is, yes, it's because my home is not here. 
in Christ. In Christ, my home is not here. I am only here but a vapor. And then I'm with him forever. And I could be thankful for the cross of Jesus Christ no matter where I am. Just like Paul, when he's writing letters from prison, that's how he could do it. It's because he knows what was done for him and that his salvation is secure. Mm. You know what I mean? That's deep. I didn't mean to go, I didn't mean to go there, but it is Thanksgiving. No, Turkey. Yeah, that's that's dressing. Absolutely. <laughs> Turkey dressing. <laughs> no, that's that's absolutely amazing. And even just to have that perspective now just shows the growth and maturity that has happened in your faith. Absolutely. You know, and in our faith, along our walks and along our journeys, it's like the, the ability for me to see life through that lens and have that perspective on life now. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Um, I should be thankful for that absolutely. perspective, right? Uh, I'm going to read something from Colossians 3, 16 and 17. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to mm. God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father and through him. I love how that says, let the, the word of Christ dwell in you richly. You know, when, when the root of the gospel takes root in one's heart, everything changes. Yeah. When that is your ultimate supreme authority, everything changes. And I know we keep reiterating thankfulness, but that's where it starts. You have a posture of thankfulness at all times now. At all times, once you are in Christ, I have so much to be grateful for. Yeah. I have so much because in Christ, man, I have everything I could ever desire. Yeah. Not materialistically, not financially, man, spiritually, I am whole. Yeah. I am whole. Yeah. And I mean, just hearing you say that, the song from Casting Crowns, it's your breath mm. in our lungs, mm. so we pour out our praise. And it's like if you woke up today with breath in your lungs, God's not done with you. Amen. Don't be done with yourself. Amen. And you have a mission. You have a goal. Make disciples of all nations is, mm. is, is the root. How you do that is your own spiritual giftings inside of that. Be thankful for that. Yeah. That you have purpose. Yeah. That your identity, which I think we plan on talking about mm -hmm. in a few weeks, but you have an identity secured in Christ, the maker of all things. From nothing burst forth everything because he spoke and he says, mine. Mm. Secured eternally. Mm. And all the accusations of the enemy, even the own fleshly thoughts of how less than you are, Jesus Christ says, mine. He's mine. Perfect, spotless, blameless. He's in my family now. We are co-heirs. Isn't that wild? Mm. Praise the Lord in that. <laughs> if you could play the tape back on my life, if you could just do a fast forward of my life, I am not that. Yeah. I'm not that. Yeah. But he says I am. Yeah. Right? He says we're saints and how dare us, like we said before, say anything different. Mm. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, the breath in our lungs. I was thinking about that. We discussed topics of like what we're going to talk about, but we don't really go into depth about what one another's going to talk about. Yeah. And you mentioned that song. No, I literally just said that, Ryan. You don't have to repeat everything I say. That, in that was <laughs> one of the first things I thought about when you said, let's do thankfulness, yeah. was that song. Weird. And about how many times I had, like, I don't know, that song resonates with me on such a deep level. Yeah. And it seems simple, maybe even in a like from a worldly perspective, like, we're grateful for the breath in our lungs, but it just hits different yeah. when you know the Lord. It hits. And to be like, man, I get excited about that. Like literally thanking him for the breath in my lungs, thanking him whenever I wake up, you know, when the new day has come. Um, those small things that seem insignificant, man, they're so extraordinary. 
and even just seeing life, man, life is such a beautiful thing. I remember for so many years, man, I hated life. Like, dude, I'm serious. I wanted to die. Yeah. Like, and I don't, I don't say that lightly, dude, I wanted to die. Yeah. Like for so many years, take me out. I'm done with this. Yeah. I was content. This may sound crazy. As content as I am in Christ right now, in my darkest season of addiction, before I knew the Lord, I was just as content with death. Oof. And and I know that may seem, and maybe that's a stretch, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, just yeah, the yeah. hopelessness associated. Yeah, that was your reality. It was because yeah. there was no way out. I didn't yeah. know Christ. So it's like, this is it. And at least if I die, you know, I won't have to continue to lie. I won't have to continue to manipulate and steal and cheat and do these things that I had to do mm. in order to get what I needed. So really just, man, I keep saying the ability to see life through a different lens, but man, like when you see life through the lens of Christ, everything changes. I was so convinced that life is just so evil and, you know, this world is corrupt. And yeah, there's certain parts and aspects of that that are true, but man, there's so much to be grateful for, so much to be thankful for. And the fact that God created us in his own image, right? He revealed himself nowhere more than on that cross. If that doesn't show that you are worthy, that you are loved, that you are valued, that you are appreciated, I don't know what does. Yeah. And if, if if that resonates with you, praise God, you yeah. have something so much to be grateful for. Yeah, like when that perspective change, you literally spring to life. Mm. See what I did there? Mm. You, see, you see what I did? I like that. Now, and, and so that's that. That's kind of our message as we're, we're wrapping up. This is a this is a week of Thanksgiving. Uh, I challenge you, just in your for me personally, just changing my prayer to having a time of my prayer life to be thanking God for things. And if there is nothing in my life that I felt I could be thankful for physically, I thanked Him for the cross. I thanked Him for the blood. I thanked Him for the redemption. Mm. I thanked Him for the forgiveness of sins. That's right. I thanked Him for the gospel. I think I just begin to thank him for a period. And I, I, I want to challenge you. If you're in this place, add that to your prayer life. I challenge you, add that to your prayer life for a week, leave a comment and let us know how it works out. But I'm telling you, it will change. And it's hard to put words to me and Ryan are trying to tell you, it's almost I, like I know. it's it, a supernatural thing. It, but is. it literally changes your DNA mm-hmm. perspective on your outlook of life. It does. And I've seen, I've seen too much to say otherwise. I've seen guys that have been down and out on their luck. I yeah. mean, not luck, but just life. I mean, I'm talking about really bad things, really no family, not really bad situations, long prison sentences over their head. All, the, And they have this spirit of thanksgiving, and they are a joy-filled person, which all of the circumstances in their life that should have riddled them with anxiety, stress, and depression, and, and anger, and because they were thankful, almost every word out of their mouth was, I'm thankful for that. It was almost annoying how thankful they were. Yeah. But then I saw the joy in their life, and I was like, man, that's, that's the joy of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Give praise to Him because He is good, as the psalmist said. Yeah. So close us out with some a final thought, a final nugget of truth that on this Thanksgiving week that we want to let everybody know from life after addiction. Yeah, I'll just reiterate, you know, gratitude changes our attitude and affects the outcome of life. It really does. And we're trying to articulate like a rewiring of our brain that literally happens, a supernatural transformation that occurs when we begin to see life through that lens of thankfulness, through that lens of gratitude. But man, um, like he just said, I, I would encourage each of you, 
write lists of gratitude each week, each week and elaborate on those lists. We have so much to be grateful for, but it's hard to focus on that when I'm so focused and engaged in all my problems. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's really good. And so, guys, this week we're not going to have Catapult on Thursday to tune into, but we might come on Thursday night live uh, from studio. Uh, Ryan and Carl might. I might be up here just to kind of give a five, ten-minute word of encouragement. I, I just ask you, if you don't have uh, plans, if you don't have family, or you feel like this is going to be a really hard season, please reach out to us. Um, you can you can email, you could Facebook Messenger, you could just let us know what's going on and see how we can help. Uh, you're definitely prayed over. Uh, we, we pray over you. Uh, we encourage you to use the resources. If you haven't, there's, there's a whole list of S2L studio catapults that you could watch. There's, um, by this, by, by this week, there's 40, at least 42 daily devotionals. If you haven't started those, please do, please start those. Uh, and then we're also hoping to get some other stuff, other content and stuff out to you, some prayers and things like that. So, guys, we love you. Happy Thanksgiving from us here at the Life After Stu- After Addiction at Life After Studio, <laughs> Life After Addiction podcast. Um, did Did Carl mop that up? I don't think so. I think he did. did. You see? Did you see what I'm talking about? I did. The whole. Uh, I watched. I actually have a picture on my phone of him cleaning it, so we could pop it up here at the end if you want. <clears throat> Speaking of pictures on your phone, let's close this out. Oh we're a little early. gosh, there, here we there, go. There's something that. So there's a story that I'm thankful for. This goes in line. I'm thankful for this story. But we have this thing called, because we're light, we have to wear badges that have pictures and stuff like that. Staff badges, you wear them, and I don't have mine on. But when you're on campus, you got to wear badges. And so we, you know, we have photographer come out, professional pictures of all the staff, and then it takes a while um, for them to get back. And then, you know, then you put them on the badge, and everybody has their own picture. Well, I get a message, or I get an email or something from the photographer and just says they want me to approve this uh, picture is a little bit different for Ryan. Here's what Ryan did for the professional staff badge pictures. He puts this up right here. I get sent this. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so what? What gave me this idea actually was the fact that so they wanted us to wear a blue collared shirt. Well, I didn't have a blue collared shirt. I only had a blue fishing shirt that I wanted to wear, and it didn't have a collar. So you thought, I'll just go shirtless. That's exactly what I did. I said, so look, hey, do this. I'm going to take a picture without my shirt and tell them I refuse to wear a collared shirt. Obviously, we took a collared shirt picture afterwards. And so that's a true story, and and I guess Ryan thought he was funny, and um, he would get get over one on me. And so I proceeded to take that picture, post it all over our social medias, uh, and then also make his badge with that picture on it. It was great. <laughs> I got one more story. We got enough time? Yeah. So I sent my brother that picture that, that you guys just saw. <laughs> Mind you, my brother hadn't seen me in probably a year or two, okay? He it was Photoshop. Dude, he, he messages back. Dude, that's hilarious. That would be so funny if, if, really if it wasn't me. Photoshopped. I said, bro, that's actually me. That's why it's hilarious. He thought my face had been posted and that body was cropped onto me. It's like, no, that's what makes it hilarious, B. That's what I look like right now. So he's like, oh, my gosh. Be thankful. Be yeah. thankful for laughter. Gosh, man, I love you, brother. I love you guys. That's life after addiction.
Come on. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Recovery. If you have any questions you'd like answered on the podcast, email them to info at springtolife.net. That's info at spring, the number two, life.net. And for more information on addiction recovery, visit s2lrecovery.org. The love of God is immeasurable. It's unchanging. It's indescribable. Because God loves you so much, you can sleep through the night in peace. With Abide Bible Sleep Meditation, you can fall asleep fast with relaxing sleep stories based on Scripture. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Bible Sleep Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.